Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the Friendo Care Package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley. Hello, Steve. Hello, Larson. It's me, Dexter Loomis, NXT superstar. So here's my shout-out to the Going In Raw podcast. Clever name. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, found wherever audio podcasts can be found, and of course... Uh, taped live at Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. Uh, we've got a new NXT champion overtime from the Iron Man match happened at the beginning of, uh, of tonight's episode of mm-hmm. NXT. Uh, I thought it was a pretty decent match between Finn Balor, mm-hmm. Adam Cole. Uh, basically turned out the way we figured it would. Uh, Finn Balor uh, walks away with the NXT uh, championship. Um, wasn't really, I mean, Adam Cole really had control over the second half of this match Mm -hmm. after Finn had control for much of it. Uh, and then Finn ended up getting the win. Uh, and, uh, so now I get the question is, I guess the question we could talk about at the head of the show here. Um, Adam Cole was very diplomatic and sportsman like, uh, in loss. Which is congratulatory, uh, yeah. Unlike Adam Cole in a lot of respects, he even gave Finn a two sweet backstage. You know what? I thought that was one of the stronger things. I would love to see more of that kind of stuff um, going forward. The ba- I thought that was a really cool, small little moment where you see, even if right after that, Adam Cole was back in character as, you know, the cocky Adam Cole guy, in that moment, which really felt genuine and real. Uh, you see him backstage congratulating him and then walking away and then uh, Finn gets back into character for a quick interview. Yeah. Uh, so what happens next for these two guys? Uh, Finn Balor, once again, NXT champion. Uh, I mean, you could look at any of the guys that I guess he fought uh, the other competitors in that Iron Man match as potential candidates for uh, for him to face off. I don't know. What do you think? Where do you think he goes from here? Something tells me Finn's holding on to that belt probably until uh, when Karrion Cross returns, if he returns to NXT, um, mm-hmm. rather than just going straight to the main roster. Mm-hmm. Um, I You would think it would be, yeah, Ciampa or Gargano. I think Ciampa maybe, maybe not first, but at some point. Um, you know who would have been great? Mm. For an initial challenger, which I don't mm-hmm. think they'll do because this person already has a belt, Damian Priest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know a lot of the a lot of the names match up really good with with Finn Balor. Uh, I mean, he's 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 not really a heel. He's not really a face. 
he fits that, you know, he could pretty much take on anybody and it'll be it'll make sense. Mm-hmm. I think I think for right now anyways, Champa makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. They haven't really had an opportunity, if I'm not mistaken, to mix it up. Am I wrong about that? Did they ever have I like they a, had, I think they had a match after Finn came back. Okay. Did they have like a takeover match? No. Okay. All right. Uh, that could be a potential. That, that's a pretty big headliner for for the next takeover. Maybe I think that's coming up in just October, October right? October, like, yeah, yeah, about yeah a that's time. right. A little less than a month, and then they announced another takeover. I think for December, but there's no scheduled one for Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so yeah, it, it it's kind of NXT in, is, is in such a weird state right now, where there seems to be more action potential actions surrounding the North American title because you've got you've got Bronson Reed on the come up you've got Thatch you know obviously gunning after he's going to be next for Damian Priest mm-hmm. um you've got a lot of guys sort of coming up whereas you know Adam Cole I don't know what's going to happen with him you know he had that interview during the show and he was like uh, well Finn was a better man tonight but he better make sure I don't get another opportunity because uh if he does, we'll probably beat him or well, something. Anyways, I'm going to go this way. Tired, per se, but he, like the cockiness, the arrogance. <laughs> like an air coming out of a balloon after you let it go, gone. That was just that was just my metaphor for sort of where he's at right now. Like, oh, I'm, I've done, he's literally done everything. He's even been celebrity guy, and yeah. he's past that now. He's had um, every title. He's been mm-hmm. celebrity guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing he hasn't had is a face run. So if he's sticking around NXT for a little bit, that's like the one thing he could do or he'll uh, bide his time until they do this next draft, whether that happens in, the, in a month or so or not. Maybe mm-hmm, they'll yeah. have the next draft after the next takeover. He can kind of have his NXT swan song there and then move on to something else. Yeah, that could be. Uh, I thought there were two really, really fun matches tonight. I thought that one was really good. And I thought the uh, the closer was, oh, I mean, that uh, was good. Yeah, really, really spectacular stuff. It I was, thought that was, was really fun. It was brutal. Told a good story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty solid. Uh, it was cool it, to see Kushida back, beating the hell out of Velveteen Dream. Yeah, that was cool. Is he supposed to be the heel here? Who? <laughs> Kushida? No, Velveteen Dream's a heel. It's, He's the one that okay. beat up Kushida in the first place. Okay, the only reason I'm saying that the the only reason I'm saying that is because commentary literally used the language when somebody has a turn, and it was Kushida. He's got a new attitude. What oh. is going on with this new attitude? The words "new attitude" always, and I'm like, and I was thinking, they're like, wait, is he supposed to be the bad guy here? I thought he's beating up the bad guy, the guy who like did all that stuff to him, yeah. and he wouldn't let go. And the ref said, they're like, usually Kushida's like pretty good natured guy. But look at him. Look at what he's doing bad things now. And I'm like, but he's beating up a bad guy. Doesn't that make yeah, him a good is. guy? Yeah, he is. He is beating a bad guy who a few weeks back beat him up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyways, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, it was good to see Kushida, and it was good to see some intensity because that's something that they really haven't, you know, said, hey, go out there and, like, be really intense. Uh, kind of the low point for the show for me was not so much performance of this Johnny Tegan stuff, the oh. production, the production oh. quality was oh Larson garbage, dude. So John was good. Johnny was good in this. He was yeah. he was the lone good thing about well, I it. I thought Candace at moments was good. Part of the problem was the editing, the sound editing especially was terrible. What was the deal with the sound editing? It was like it was it was like a, 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 a student film one hundred and one type production. Speaking of student film, this red light is killing me over here. Um, um, yeah, dude. Th- that the was... audio editing was so bad. So bad. 
it was it would like drop out like do they not know what room tone is for people who don't know what room tone is when you're doing your audio when you're filming your thing you have everybody shut up for a second and he just let the audio recorder record on the microphone so that it doesn't like all of a sudden there's no sound there's always a tone some amount of sound going on in a room this is 101 this yeah, is one of basic my, stuff. But I'll be honest with you, man. I that that's great that you you yeah, Lee said Candace had some good mo. I didn't see it. These people shouldn't be acting. John's the only person who should be acting. I thought her Tegan was laughing. She was almost laughing through the entire end bit where she was supposed to be like intense and like she says F you to John. I thought the F you was good. But she dumps the spaghetti on Johnny and uh and then she like breaks a TV or whatever. Like this was I, I from Two minutes in, I was like, this is horrible. Yeah, it wasn't very good. That's horrible. Oh, thank you, Maggie, good. for the gifted subs there. It was very nice. Part of it, too, is... is it, it, Like, yeah, John was fine. You're right about Tegan. It wasn't like Candace was across the board great or bad. I thought she had moments. There was some mm-hmm. delivery that sure. I, yeah. delivery that I thought was good. But none of them were helped by how poorly this was produced. <laughs> Yeah, you know, this was this was it it was it was an ill conceived segment felt like, hey, we have an hour to do this (laughs) and uh, an hour to edit it. Yeah. And here we got to just get this get this thing on tape. Yeah. Good or bad. We got to get it on tape. And that was their prime directive for this particular thing. And I guess (laughs) if that is their prime was their prime directive mission accomplished doesn't mean it's good, though. It's fun to make it's it's fun to talk crap about it though because production mishaps like you and one of the one of the things that you and I unfortunately we uh, haven't done in a little while and of course this year we literally couldn't do it um, was uh, was go to the local our friend runs uh, the the local big film festival in town mm-hmm. and on the final night of that film festival they always run. Uh, the 10 by 10s, which are the community produced. You have like 10 days to make a 10 minute or less film. And uh, I, we, I have won a couple awards for some of my 10 by 10s, but knowing understandably completely, they're very amateur productions and some of them are very, and they're just fun to watch. It's fun. It's fun. Number one for people to be creative, but it's also in good nature. It's fun to, to tear them apart. It's fun to make fun of them. And that's what this is. Sometimes it's just fun to make fun of really bad filmmaking. And that's what this is. But otherwise I thought it was a pretty solid episode. You're right. That was totally the low point. Even dude, well, it was weird. Even the Thatch's Thatch can, uh, seemed poor, like worse, poorly produced, worse than the previous Thatch's Thatch yeah. can segments. Yeah, a bit, a bit. It seemed was a Borash doing bonus. something else or something? What was going on I with that? I don't know. I don't know. It's strange. Maybe he produced. Uh, didn't they do like another? Maybe he produced the uh, the the Britt Baker match or something. The other cinematic match. Wait, what? Nothing. I'm just joking. Because WWE hasn't had a cinematic match in a while. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna do those anymore. Probably not. Um, anyways, I'm getting Steve notes out. Uh, the episode, like we said, started with uh, Fix versus Adam Cole. Uh, hey, yeah, I thought this was good. If you want to go over the finish or whatever sure. you liked I, about I, the match, while I do this. I kind of enjoyed the very beginning of the match more than the rest of it in a lot of ways because it was really good, smooth, fast, like technical ground-based stuff. But it was it never like no particular sequence overstayed its welcome. I thought it was actually really well done. I kind of Whenever, feeling out process. They actually made it kind of exciting because. There was a lot of counter wrestling. I thought it was really good. Whenever two guys, it's I, I always think like whenever they two guys do a lockup, lockups can look really good. They ninety percent of the time they don't. 
90 percent of the time they, they just come off as so the routine way to start a mm-hmm. match mm-hmm. and with when two guys like if you watch new japan wrestling mm-hmm. uh when when they lock up there you think that that could be a finish intensity and that's what this was it was very routine like like you said map based wrestling that just looked so intense when finn had cole's arm and his knee like up against the bottom part of his jaw and like the ref kept on asking cole if you wanted to give up or five minutes deep in the match like this is something that on a smackdown somebody would just rally from and yep. this guy is like, man, I might have to give up here. That was some really good stuff. I agree with you. I really like that part yeah, of the, the match. Yeah, the beginning stuff was really good. You know, once they get to, you know, the rest of the match wasn't bad. Um, uh, but it was you pretty know, standard it, PWG it pretty, type it was stuff. Pretty standard yeah. kind of, you know, Finn and Adam Cole greatest hits type moves. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it seemed like early on, especially post technical sequence, Cole was really targeting Finn's neck, Target. whereas Finn was going after Cole's ribs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was the story they were telling, at least. On commentary mm-hmm. uh we didn't get to see a panama sunrise which is a bummer but we got to see pretty much everything else we got to see a last shot 1.0 from adam cole mm-hmm. um but yeah the the finish was pretty cool so earlier on finn hits a coup de gras cole kicks out and commentary makes a point of saying no one's ever kicked out of a coup de gras which i don't know if that's true or not yeah i'm not sure i i did did Finn hit one on Brock Lesnar during their match? Because if he that did, was Brock kicked out, that was where I went to in my head. I was like, wait a second, he 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 fought Brock. Uh, Brock. Yeah, I wonder if he hit a coup de gras there. I but I, maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't. Maybe not. But they were looking to protect his finish. So uh, Adam Cole hits last shot. Finn kicks out. So Adam Cole goes to the top looking for Panama Sunrise. Uh, he jumps off. Finn catches him uh, over his shoulders. Fireman's carry. Cole escapes. Finn kind of hits like a reverse 1916, goes up top looking for coup de gras again. Cole super kicks his leg towards the end of the match. The latter half of the match, Cole was really working over Finn's uh, leg, a couple figure fours. And so they're both up there. And then uh, Finn Balor just DDTs him. Like they're both standing on the top rope. Finn mm-hmm. Balor DDTs him 1916 off the top mm-hmm. to get the win. Mm-hmm. Fun enough match. Um, cool to see Finn with that belt again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I mean, you got you got uh, you got Survivor Series coming up in about, well, I guess, two months. Yeah, two and a half months. Yeah, two and a half months. I mean, that'll be you know that he'll still have that title then. And you want like a big name? I mean, he's a great representative for NXT. So um, people are saying that yes, he did hit one on Brock. Brock did kick out and went right into a Kimura. Okay, all right. That's right. Now I remember that. I remember that. Now. I mean that's sort of that that's sort of the maybe they meant an NXT maybe they're two different universes who knows I mean I had to really think about it because yeah the coup de gras is a really protected finisher yeah Brock's matches are just special yeah anyways that's, that's, that's something else after that we had a Rhea Ripley interview she just said hey we're gonna be in this cage you and I are Mercedes I'm gonna show you why I'm the nightmare yeah it was just a very pro wrestling promo I actually really like Mercedes response to that I thought Mercedes mm-hmm. response to it was actually really a bit better than Rhea Ripley's professional wrestling promo. Uh, so after that, we had that backstage moment where Finn uh, gets congratulated and too sweeted by Adam Cole. Well, I like uh, how they set it up too, where it's like Triple H and Regal kind of going through backstage, walking it, up it to was, him. It was very documentary-ish. It felt yeah. very spontaneous. Yeah, it was like, uh, uh, what's that Scorsese band documentary, The Last Waltz? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and then so Finn sort of does an impromptu interview. He says, or I like that he was like when he was hugging Triple H, he was like, here we go again, right? Here we go again. 
And uh, then his interview is pretty standard stuff. He just said he's got to prove himself or something like that. He said, this is why I came back to NXT and points at the belt. Mm -hmm. Uh, After that, uh, we launched straight into like a really lovely moment to like cheesy Robert Stone. He had an interview. Shotzi shows up. And uh, before he before he really says much of anything, and he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" He tries to give her a fist bump. Well, no, he 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 says uh, to Mackenzie, "She's like, well, so why'd you bring me here?" He says, "I brought you here because I know things that no one else does, like where stuff is." And mm-hmm. he enters the room, and there's Shotzi's tank. Mm. Oh, he's, oh, he's okay, tank. okay. Take something to it, and that's when Shotzi runs in. She's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Oh, my bad. Okay. And he's like, oh, "I'm not totally doing anything." And then she clocks him. Leah runs in, uh, clocks Shotzi. In the process of them brawling, uh, Aaliyah takes out EO. So EO chases Aaliyah to the ring. Uh, her and Shotzi corner Aaliyah. They take turns hitting her. Stone goes up top. Shotzi uh, pushes EO out of the way as Robert Stone jumps, gut punches him. And then uh, Shotzi hits a scent on Aaliyah. EO hits a moonsault and Stone. And then Shotzi picks up EO's belt, about to give it to her, pulls it back. And then EO snatches it out of her hand. And they have a match next week, and that should be really good. That should be a really good match. Shotzi's going to be within 12 months. She's going to be a champion, dude. Oh, yeah. Um, after that, we had the first segment of Candace and John at home. John. And uh, she's like, Johnny, I really need this. I really need Tegan in my life. Uh, and uh, so Tegan comes to the door. He's like, okay, I'll be good. I'll be good. So Tegan comes to the door. He opens up, and immediately he's just making it awkward. He's like, uh, he's like oh, uh, well, you're not bringing pizza? And she's like, look. That was just. Uh, he's like, oh no, I'm just joking. I'm just, I'm just joking. Uh, he's like, hey, hi, up high, down low. Uh, too slow. We're all joking here. It was pretty funny. Johnny was Johnny. I really like this Johnny persona. I think he's hilarious. Uh, anyways, uh, they sit down. Candace is like, okay, let's talk, and uh, that's going to continue later on. Yeah. Uh, but before that, we had Thatch's Thatch can film film lesson. Know your enemy, Damian Priest. Yes. Uh, he talks about Damian Priest when he's doing some movies, leaving his arm exposed. Boom. Take advantage of that. He's like, look at this here. He's pausing to pose. Take advantage of that. And then he ends with saying he's talking about his party antics, the forever party. He says, life is not a party. It grinds you down until you quit, much like being in a match with me. That was good. I thought that was all good stuff. Dude, Some. Okay, when is the when is the Damien Priest interview? It's later. Later, yeah. There's like Pri- two modes in this in this in his interview. Like when he's talking crap about Thatch, I thought, okay, this is he seems to be into it. And yeah. then after when he was talking about parting is when he seemed disinterested. <laughs> <laughs> you're, Am I wrong about you're, that? No, your insights into Damien Priest really should be a book. They're amazing. Because you're you're too, I didn't even think about it, but you're totally right. <laughs> you're totally right. The, he had one line in that interview that freaked me out, dude, but it might solve this math that we've been racking our brains oh, which, over. Which one? Which one? He said, there's no way I'm going to lose this title on my first defense. Larson, I feel like he might lose the title on his first defense. He might be in the draft. He might be going to Maine. He might, he, he might, he might be leader retribution. <laughs> exactly, he could be. Could you imagine him and DiJack as both members of Retribution? Be pretty crazy. That'd be amazing. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. 
We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yeah, he might lose. Uh, after the Thatch's Thatch Can film study session, we had Velveteen Dream take on Ashanti uh, the Adonis. The uh, Hootie Miles. Oh, they give him a new name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's okay. just to Hootie Miles. I wrote down to Hootie Miles, and I was like, did they just call him Adonis? I thought that was to, <laughs> did they get a, a like a, a NWO to Hootie Miles? And then I looked up WrestleTalk. NXT new new name for a new guy for a guy. Oh, I was okay. like, oh snap! Okay, I mean, I was just between the tripping. name and, and like how he carried himself, I didn't even recognize him. This is a brand new guy. Yeah, <laughs> but he's been I, he's been doing a thing on two hundred five because like we don't watch two hundred five, so he's been doing two hundred five, and that's like when I saw a picture of me the other day, I was like, who's the, that guy's got some personality to him? And I was like, oh, it's Tahuti Miles. That's weird. Yeah, Theodonis. I kind of like Tahuti Miles as his name better. I'll be honest. Tahuti's got a it's got a great it's ring. It's a good name. Yeah, it's a good name. Anyways, he put up a bit of a fight against Velveteen Dream. Um, yeah, I, I, mean, I guess it makes sense. Well, I guess I thought that you know if this was like a brand new performance center uh, recruit, it's like this guy looks pretty good. Like mm-hmm. his drop kick was really good. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. It's Tahuti. Um, <laughs> uh, the thing that I really like though is that he was trying to out weird Velveteen Dream because Velveteen Dream was like, "Oh, look at your pants! Look, you know, look at my pants." He's trying to compare pants or something, and then when he like gets him down on the ground or whatever, he's like, "Oh, you want to be cute? I can be cute." And that pissed off Velveteen Dream. He's like, "There's one weird guy around here, and it's going to be me." Uh, so the finish of this uh, after uh, Tahuti Ashanti goes on a run. He's looking for a super kick, misses, nearly kicks the ref. And that bit of a distraction allows Velveteen Dream to poke uh, Tahuti in the eyes, hits a DVD for the win. 
Dream has a mic. He's about to drop a promo. Kushida runs in, attacks Dream. There's a bunch of refs to try to break it up. And Dream's like reaching out to bring Kushida back on the ring. And so Kushida holds on to his arm and then pulls him into the ring post twice and then uh, locks in a cross arm breaker. That's pretty great. That should be a fun match. That should be cool. I'm just mm-hmm. happy to see Kushida back. Um, after that, we had sort of a Brizango interview slash video package type thing. Uh, I, I mean, the most noticeable thing here is that they're not doing their raspy voice. I know that that's been a thing, but like this was the most obvious, like t- this is the most obvious I've seen it. How they're just speaking like dudes. There's like one time when Fandango went to his raspy voice. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so they're going to have a match against Imperium next week. I don't know. I mean, they're starting up NXT UK. I can't imagine Imperium's going to win this match. Uh, might be a wonk finish with LDF, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, this could be, especially with uh, NXT UK coming back, it could be a, a way to, you know, say goodbye to Imperium on uh, on uh, NXT Prime. I mean, if it, it, it's probably going to be a way to legitimize Breezango for Legato del Fantasma because mm-hmm. they're gonna, they're probably going to take those titles off. Oh, I would suspect, yeah. Uh, after that, we had more awkward meal at the Garganos, and uh, they're sitting there eating, and, and Johnny basically just says, so uh, is it just me or is this really uncomfortable? Is it just me? Is it because of me? All right, it's totally me. I'm, that's fine. I'll leave. I'll go upstairs and, and eat my food. So Yeah, that was fun. Get- he gets his food. He goes upstairs. I have it written down in my notes here. This is so amateurish because I think at that point I noticed the sound drop during that one cut. Um, anyway, there was one. There was one on a, I think a Candace line where she finishes her line. They cut right at the end of the line, uh, but disregarding the fact that there was some room ambiance, mm-hmm. um, so there was a little bit of reverberation mm-hmm. on her voice. So it's just this hard cut. Oh gosh, <laughs> yeah. Like Crossfades you could use. Yeah, that's 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 what I heard too. Um, so, anyways, uh, they, yeah, they 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 don't even finish things up. It's just sort of no, because she's like Can- there. Candace says, "Hey, I want you to face up to your mistakes." And Tegan's like, yeah. "Hold on, you're the one that betrayed me." And Candace says, "You know, I think the issue is that you don't understand the Gargano way." Tegan mm. says, yeah, I just don't agree with it. It's like your husband has changed. And Candace says, no, this has always been me. This is just another side of me. Hey, I've always had your back, right, Tegan? Why would this be any different? What do you have to lose? Mm-hmm. I'm glad you wrote all that down because I was thoroughly disinterested. Uh, after that, I mean, look, this match is going to be really good. It's going to be a killer match because it's going to be a match, maybe two. It's going to be really good. I don't care about this. I don't want to see people drink wine. Uh, after that, we had uh, your favorite wrestler right now, Bronson Great. Reed. Great versus Austin Theory. Larson, what was your take on this match? I gave it three and a, three and a quarter stars. It was good enough really... match. Austin Theory got in way too much offense. Ah, that's what I thought. That's exactly what I figured. Like when, when, when Theory started his comeback during the commercial break, I was like, I wish they'd just gone to a instead of picture in picture commercial breaks. I don't have to see any of this. I just want to see Bronson Reed destroy him. Well, that happened during the first half of the match and the second and, half. I know, but I just want to see. I don't want to see Austin Theory yeah. get any offense in. Yeah, well, he got a little bit of offense in, uh, but uh, but basically this was Bronson Reed just manhandling. I will, I will give Austin Theory credit. He was bumping all over the ring for Bronson. Oh, he was selling big time. He Bronson was selling did like an old dusty uh, twelve to six elbow. And Austin Theory pretty much did like a full flip before doing mm-hmm. the bump. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, hats off to Austin Theory for going out there and trying to do his best to make Bronson Reed look like a star. Bronson Reed is a star, man. He's, he's colossal. Colossal he's, star. He's, he's, he's got personality. 
he puts on fun matches. Mm-hmm. Um, like his whole packaging is really good. Mm-hmm. You can tell they got they got designs for this guy. They got hopes for this guy. Oh yeah, he's gonna be huge, man. I mean, there's a, there's a giant, you know, uh, babyface Keith Lee sized hole in NXT right now, and that's the, he's filling it. That's mm-hmm. the guy right there. Mm-hmm. He'll be North American champion. He's gonna he'll take that title off of Thatch when Thatch wins it from Damian Priest in about next week. Yes, next yes. week exactly. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Theory looks to go. Uh, he tries to get an ATL. Uh, can't hit it. Reed hits oh, a senton yeah, and a was splash. Destroying his back the entire mm-hmm. match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at one point I said Theory looks like he wants to throw up. I think it was after the jagged edge. <clears throat> uh, so, anyways, yeah, he he gets a senton and a splash for three. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had uh, Adam Cole's interview. We talked about this a little bit. He said, "Hey, I'm disappointed, but the better man won tonight." Got respect for Finn, but he better hope I don't get another shot because I don't know. Maybe I'll win or something. Maybe not. Probably not. Maybe the outcome will be different. I don't know. Maybe I'll be on SmackDown by then. And he says, Oh, yeah, also undisputed. And he walks away. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe I'll be on SmackDown. Who knows? Next, uh, Mercedes Martinez interview. Uh, She starts this all with an analogy. Mm-hmm. About uh, the lion, about lions going after the the you know the the top lion rather than just the the ones that are kind of you know like uh, the weaker lions essentially, and then she calls Rhea a bad woman, but she's not as bad as her, and she says when that cage door shuts, she's gonna keep going till there's nothing left of Rhea. I really wish she would have just kept this entire thing an allegory about lions. Don't talk about Rhea. Just talk about lions. And then walk away. Lando, I meant to mention this. Uh, Lando here in chat. Theory had Brock's purple face in that match. He yeah. did. Uh, yeah. Reed put him in a headlock, and the rest of the match, he had he had, he had had purple face. It was purple. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. After that, we had Roderick Strong, probably my favorite wrestler right now, versus Killian Dane. I love this because he won with a jumping knee. That was, was great. awesome. That was, was great. great. So, yeah. Uh, I like this. Strong, of course. Uh, Undisputed Era. He starts out just sort of annoying Dane. He gave him a chop. Some, you know, sort of evasion, you know, whacking him on the head and stuff like that. Uh, of course, the second he takes his eyes off Killian Dane, Dane, like, you know, does his strength thing. So, uh, basically, it's a power game. But uh, Bob Fish uh, distracts. Uh, 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 and so Strong got the jumping knee for the win. That uh, slam that Dane had on Strong was nasty. Oh, uh, right before he about to go for like the Vader that. bomb? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, after that, the Undisputed Era beat, well, these two guys in the Undisputed Era beat down uh, Killian Dane. We sort of, I, mean, I figure this is going to happen. Drake Maverick comes down with a steel pipe to uh, ward them off, but the Undisputed Era eventually get the upper hand. They beat the crap out of him. Dane gets the pipe, runs them off, uh, and then uh, 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 goes for Drake, throws down the pipe, and he's like, no, I'm not going to beat up this guy. Just You know, he just came out to help me. Yeah. Uh, but Drake, biting off a little more than he can chew, Goes over there, press you know presses luck, tries to go for the handshake, and instead he eats a giant haymaker straight yeah. to the face. Yeah, and he says, "I'm nay your friend." Yeah, Damo doesn't want any friends. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want any friends. Anyways, we're back to the Gargano household. Mm-hmm. Uh, Candace and Tegan have apparently reached some sort of understanding, and They're Candace toasting. offers up a toast uh, to Candace being the next women's champion, and Tegan's all hold up. Why are you going to be the next champion? And Candace says, well, we're doing things my way now. You already had your chance. It didn't go so well, so it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then there's a little back and forth I could because I, audio quality was crap, which led to Candace throwing a salad at Tegan. 
And then Tegan takes her drink, throws it in Candace's face. They start arguing. This brings Johnny downstairs. I guess he must have finished his meal by then. <laughs> uh, calls Tegan a horrible person and a bad friend. Tegan says, hey, Johnny, fuck you. <laughs> Dumps a bowl of spaghetti on him. And then she starts to leave. And Candace, I don't know what it was, has something, throws it at Tegan. Tegan miss, or dodges it. And so this thing hits the TV and cracks the screen. Mm-hmm. And Tegan leaves. Candace gives chase. And Johnny is just really upset that his TV got busted. I like that Tegan ran. She like, she like ran out of the house. Yeah, I thought this was it look, this was so silly. Like I said earlier, like from the from from them yelling at each other, like I think from the salad being thrown on her to like the the gla- somewhere in there Tegan just starts she had the biggest grin on her face. She was just smiling through this entire sequence. And you think she'd be infuriated. She was just smiling. Well, it's and like I mean, a food fight. Food fights are fun. Yeah. No, the fuck you was really solid. Uh, who said that? Yosha Bull, that should be allowed here in chat. Um to point out that the fuck you was solid. That was well delivered. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's it, it. Food fights are fun, I guess, if it's in this within the proper context. Yeah, totally. these are, this is two people who really don't like each other at the moment. I don't think smiling is the appropriate emotion you want to be. Conveying. Maybe, maybe, maybe what they should have done is is made a uh, it's called an audible in the moment. They see Tegan smiling over the food fight. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, maybe this is what brings the two of you together. Mm-hmm. Just avoid the match altogether. Yeah, that's good. Then they'd be At a least tag for the team. time being. Yeah, they'd be, be a, a killer team. tag team, by the Great. way. Great. Be a tag team for a little bit. Then they have a feud down the line. All right, let's talk about this Damian Priest interview. So he's informed that he has a match against Thatch next week. And then Priest just calls him ugly and says, well, you know, he doesn't have to spend time watching film uh, or watch anything. I'll tell him my game plan. I'm going to kick him. I'm going to punch him until I rearrange his face. It can't get any worse. <laughs> and he says, the only thing Thatch can ex- should expect is a sweet reckoning. And after I win. Damien, uh, Damien, Damien. Celebrate. Damien, come on. Remember In your line. Really easy line. Par- party? It's party forever. It's party, party forever. For- party forever. Yeah, you're invited. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. We had our main event, Rhea Ripley versus Mercedes Martinez in a steel cage. Yeah, this this delivery you knew was going to be uh, uh, pretty physical because uh, Mercedes walked to the ring with kendo stick. As soon as she got to ring, she put kendo stick and a bunch of chairs in the ring was the process of getting table when Rhea runs out behind, attacks her, pins her between door and cage and slams the door on her several times, tosses her in the ring, puts table in two, closes the door, it's locked. Then Mercedes uh, goes after Rhea, tosses her around the cage a few times. Uh, really fun match. Uh, the the chairs didn't really come into play apart from a power slam on it, although uh, Mercedes took a couple swings at, at Rhea with them, missed both times. Uh, that uh, German suplex spot where Mercedes was in the tree of woe, uh, Rhea was stomping on her a bit, um, went to the, to the second rope, I think, 
and then uh, Mercedes did the uh, like what Drew McIntyre does, mm-hmm. does the sit up German mm-hmm. suplex. Mm-hmm. That looked nasty. It looked like that hurt. Yeah, that looked good. Uh, finish was really fun. So uh, towards the finish, Mercedes sets up a table towards the corner, set set up you know fully. Mm-hmm. Um, she's trying to hit a perfect plex off the top on Rhea. Rhea fights it off, ends up hitting Riptide through the table, um, and uh, gets the win that way. Uh, for the last third of the match, Robert Stone was just kind of dangling uh, over the edge of the cage after Rhea beat him up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just kind of just there. Yeah, I, you, one thing that that stood out to me. So obviously, Rhea has gone through a minor um, aesthetic adjustment mm-hmm. um, with the, like the the more bleach hair. She looked wrestle that that looked like WrestleMania attire. Yeah, like she looked like her outfit was great, and that I really shade of maroon purple on her pants, and yeah, just really all cool. like all the little accoutrements and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it really feels like they are looking to. I don't know what happened. With that whole Charlotte business, if they meant it to be one, it honestly feels like something really big was supposed to happen there. And and something changed like a hard pivot of some sort. Um, but uh, but it seems they, like they're they tr- didn't expect uh, Charlotte to be to be out. That could be. That's very likely. That's very likely. Um, and maybe Rhea was supposed to get that back from Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, whatever, for whatever reason, uh, it looks like they're trying to get Rhea back on track because yeah. uh, early part of this year or later part of last year or whatever it was, she was a big, 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 big star. Yep. And uh, and for whatever reason, they have floundered with her uh, yep. throughout most of this year. Uh, Dang MQ also points out that uh, Josiah Williams came back to NXT. He oh. posted he posts on his on his Twitter or Instagram or one of them a picture of him on the NXT set on the stage there, and he said something like, uh, you know things come full circle or something like that. So that's, that's cool. really awesome, man. Maybe, cool. maybe I know. So people, people kind of schooled us on the fact that WWE, they have, um, they actually do have, uh, people making music for them right now. Mm-hmm. Um, death rebel. That sounds right. I don't I think, remember. I think that's, I think that's the, the, the group. Uh, if they were smart, they'd get Josiah Williams, to do some, some theme music. Maybe they get Keith, uh, uh, Keith Lee, a new theme song. There you go. Uh, you know, they're friends. Uh, so anyways, uh, yeah, let's open it up to uh, some questions uh, the, for for the people on Twitch and the people who might have noticed the cut there during the Damian Priest uh, laughs we were having. I had a uh, power outage here. Power outage. Uh, Raw logos up again. Thank you, Rozzy, for mentioning that. Oh no, I changed that before we, we before we started the thing again. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. No, I just went back in time a little bit. No, it's Looking fine. It's good. Highlighted it's good. messages. So it's good. Good catch. Good catch. Good, good catch. catch. All. Teamwork. Catch. Teamwork. Let me open up the Patreon here. Very well. Uh, thank you, Scott Hawks, for the sub. Uh, Jorge D, who from AEW would fit better in NXT? Uh, he says, for me, it would be Sheeta. Santana and Ortiz. Yeah, that's the answer. That's the answer. The fit would be good. They might actually utilize them more. I don't know. Yeah. That's the best answer. Uh, maybe uh, the hybrid, too. Actually, really, really fun tag team. Yeah, they are. They are really good. You know, but I mean, with WWE, dude, you know how it is. It's it's if WWE wanted to focus on tag teams, they would focus on tag teams, mm-hmm. but they don't, and that's why there's mm-hmm. not a lot of there's there's not a lot of stuff going on there with tag yeah. teams. Yeah, which is why Santana Ortiz probably not there. Anyways, uh, let's see your Patreon. 
power grid uh, don't fail me now yeah i know well we got the recap done so we got the recap done so if, if this podcast i'll just say it right now man if this podcast drops out that's it that's done that's it, it might be a first we've not, we've never really left without a proper <laughs> outro uh yeah probably not view um where was i here uh dr lipkin main has money in the bank and royal rumble as its big gimmick matches nxt has war games what is another event match that nxt could make an annual thing i always love this question uh because we usually have like a different answer for it every time i would say you would do uh the what was it the chamber of horrors Mm -hmm. just put an electric chair in the middle of the ring they could have fun with that. I could see Damian Priest being in an electric chair. You have to bring back Halloween Havoc for that, that too. Oh yeah, of course. Well, yeah. that's a, you know that's a, that's a no the, right the three layer Doomsday Cage. Mm-hmm. That's good, but it's like full sale, so like you can't. And then yeah. they, it would just be like three really small cages on top well, of each one. Other. Yeah. And then instead of having the, the second and third stacked on top, they're just right next to each other. They're next to each other. That's good. I like that. But they're still pretty small. Yeah, they're still pretty uh, small. Let's see here. Uh, is it Rain Trigger? Is it better for both companies if uh, uh, if they're in competition on Wednesday or somebody moves to Tuesday or Thursday? I I have to think it's better for both companies if the 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 they're they're on separate nights i mean it's kind of a no-brainer i mean they both perform better when there's no competition now i guess there's maybe a case to be made although it dude it seems like the overlap between the two the deciding factor is within the range of like 150,000 total viewers. If you're looking just mm-hmm. at total viewership, there mm-hmm. seems to be an overlap of about 150,000 where that's like around the boost AEW gets when there's no competition. Same with NXT. And if W, if, if Vince has it in his head that the best way to hurt his competition is to try to chip away at their growth, mm-hmm. then I guess keeping NXT is there. But I'm with you when we talked about this before. Worry about your own house and you'll be fine, Vince. Exactly. Exactly. But I mean, obviously, if they want to, the thing is, if they want to grow NXT and give it the best chance to grow, give it a some time, give it a some night. I mean, if you really want to, if you really want to, I mean, if, if NXT and AEW are kind of in the same boat when it comes to their viewership and just try to beat AEW with NXT, but on its own night, you'll still get that, you know, oh, right. At this point, there is that they are they are linked. AEW and NXT, they are linked because of the Wednesday Night War. It's been Mm -hmm. almost an entire year of it. Mm -hmm. They will remain linked even if you have them on separate nights. Then, of course, obviously, the the danger is. If AEW really starts creeping up and starts getting the raw rating in total viewership, but again, th- nothing's going to stop that beyond raw uh, doing better. Mm-hmm. You know, AEW they're 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 going to grow or not grow based on their own merit. Yep. I don't believe WWE can stunt that to a degree that it's going to like take them out of commission. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, Hellbringer Johnny, genuine question. Did you actually hear Peyton Royce's new theme? I did. 
Can I, I whistle it to you? No, but I heard it. I I heard it. Uh, I would not be able to recount it to you. I, I you and I kind of differ on this one. I didn't feel it was that generic, and you did. Um, I thought that it was a theme that I'd be I'd be happy with, and I think Billy Kay's I was fine with too because Billy Kay sounds a bit more like the Iconics. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed to have more of an identity than Peyton Royce's. Um, I'm not going to say that Peyton Royce is up there with you know Finn Balor, or friggin' Bob Roode or whatever, but uh, you know I thought it was okay, unless she gets like a real gimmick that the that the music. I mean that's that's a problem with Keith Lee's is that Keith Lee's music really just felt so much like him because it was him on it. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I think that's what people want. It's like, you're stripping away parts of his personality. Um, Brandon Monroe, uh, his first question asks, what will be Finn Balor's first feud for the title and why? So if, uh, I could see it being Champa. Yeah. Yeah. I would not be surprised if it, if, if, if it were, if it were Champa. Um, who else though? Take Champ and Gargano out of the equation. Okay, take those guys out. And Priest, I guess, because he's... Yeah. It could be Thatch, you know, if you were to lose against Priest. Um, you know, he had a... He was, he's had some run-ins with Finn. They had a relatively decisive match at TakeOver, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would love that. Don't get me wrong. I'd like that. Um, I mean, Kushida's wrapped up with Velveteen Dream right now. That's probably going to be a couple months of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there any other? Oh, uh, well, I don't know when he's going to be back. When's Loomis supposed to be back? Oh, yeah, good question. I don't, could, I don't think we ever oh. heard about the severity of his ankle injury, though. No, no, Ooh. no, no, no. Cameron Grimes. Oh, yeah. Cameron Grimes. To the moon. To the moon. Uh, let's see here. Yellow Tanker going back to the four way last week in an Ironman match. Instead of everybody kicking out of finishers after being in a match for 45 minutes, doesn't it make more sense for there to be more than a couple pinfalls? I would love to see an Ironman match finish like eight to seven with maybe oh. a big comeback in the final minutes. They, they kind of tried that with that Seth Rollins Dolph thirty uh, minute Ironman match for the Intercontinental Title. The one the 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 crowd was more concerned with the clock than the match itself. Yeah, they had like a bunch of not a bunch, but I think it was like what five four the final tally or something like oh, that. Oh God, was it? That's funny. I don't remember. There that. was a lot. Was that backlash? Is that backlash twenty eighteen? That wasn't on a Raw. <laughs> I no, thought they just did that on a the Raw. Pay-per-view. That was the main event. Oh man, the crowd crapped all over that. That's so rude. You pay heck of money and you go and you just count down with a clock. What a terrible crowd that is. This yeah, is they worrying. were more worried about the clock. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you got here's the thing though. You got four people. Uh, they're they're going to be around to break up pins. Exactly. I don't know. If, I don't know if four people. I don't know if you're going to get eight to seven or seven to eight pins in Iron Man match. Yeah, I want to see where this Iron Man match was at. I don't remember. What was the pay per view? Extreme Rules 2018. Okay. Let's see what the. Uh, let's see. While you look that up, Alex Foster. So when Breezango eventually lose the tag titles, can we just get Johnny Curtis back, dude? That's been my thing for years now. Yeah, I just want Johnny Curtis. I know, me too, me too. Although I don't know, that would probably preclude him from doing the funny hip thrusting, and that is pretty funny stuff. Unless he does it like ironically. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, Five four. It was Dolph one five four in in overtime. 
It went 10 seconds over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rich uh, asks, is, uh, is an Adam Cole call-up imminent now that he's out of the NXT title picture? Man, it's like you said likely. before, there is not a lot for him to do. There is not a lot for him to do. Nope. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, Colin Branch. Are they trying to turn Cole face to me? He seemed very much like the face in the McAfee program, and his promo tonight seemed very not like him. I, I yeah. just hope I, I just he seemed kind of. I'm not gonna say boring, but like, if they turn him face, don't just have him be nice guy Adam Cole. I mean, they might not do a face thing. What what? The promo was with Adam Cole without that air of confidence. He was still because he was still comfortable. He didn't I, he didn't come off. I didn't feel like as boring or or bored. Um, he just seemed like, uh, you know what, might be time for a little bit of a reflection. Same time though, I'm confident enough in myself that if this match were to happen again, I think I could win. So I give NXT the benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. and I hope you're right. What I took away from that was, I got senioritis, baby, and I'm. Could be. I don't. I don't give it. Whatever. Yeah. Good, good. Well, any worse for Finn Balor? Yeah. Good job. You, you see how fun it is carrying that title. Yeah, I had it for more than a year. Oh, you had it for almost a year. I had it for more than a year. I'm gonna go to McDonald's right now. I'm gonna get the Cactus Jack. <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly, that's how I read it. My my read was this. They don't really know what they're going to do with him because Vince probably wants him to wants him to call up. Entirely possible. That's probably the thing. I hope it's what you're talking about. I hope it was actually just introspection and character, uh, but uh, but I don't know. Uh, White Brownie with NXT Takeover most likely happening next month, October fourth, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, book all the NXT champions and next challengers for the event. So it'd be Finn Balor probably against Champa. I think Champa is probably the most likely. Uh, opponent for his first defense. North American match. North American champion Timothy Thatcher versus Bronson Reed. There you go. Versus Damian Priest in a triple threat. There you go. Uh, tag champs Breezango against uh, Legado del Fantasma. Tommaso Champa. Oh, I know they're not champions, but I want this match anyways. If, if you're going to give, who'd you say Beller's going to take on? Champa. Oh, Champa. Okay. Well, never mind then. I was going to say Cameron. Maybe Cameron Grimes versus uh, Bronson Reed. That'd be good. Yeah. And then EO versus... I don't know. Well, Shotzi. Yeah, I guess they could have a, a, a wonky finish on mm-hmm. the match next week and then lead to a takeover match. Okay. that's I'll, That's got to be more than just a thing next week. Yeah. Dang MQ does the return of Nigel McGuinness. Make you want to watch NXT UK, at least the clips on YouTube. It's not a matter of want. It's just a matter of finding the time, for me at least. Now that we're doing this stuff from home, I do find that I have a bit more free time. I mean, sometimes I'm just sitting here like doing graphics for shirts or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can put it on in the background. I probably will. I mean, it, it is one of the things that is always I've always wanted to check it out more. I mean... For example, these days, I'm when things are normal, I'm able to check out Impact now, and I didn't really have the the time to do that when we were in the office because honestly, some of it is just being at the office takes up time. Yeah. Um, but doing things from here makes things a lot more efficient. So 
I will probably try to give it some time. Maybe on the weekends, late at night. I don't know. Uh, Gareth, if Robert Stone was brought to Maine without his NXT brand, who could he manage on Raw or SmackDown? He feels like a SmackDown guy. Yeah. SmackDown's a brighter show. He's a brighter comedy guy. Who would he manage on SmackDown? I feel like he could manage somebody in a fun program against Big E. But mm-hmm. who would that person be? He would start out with Drew Gulak. Yeah. I could see Drew and him being a good pairing. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a either a big man or, or a woman. I mean, he's, he manages, you know, two two women right now. Uh, and there's plenty. Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. Maybe Lacey Evans. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to do something. Who would be in your... F- be your four woman in a fatal four way Iron Man match. Let's assume this is NXT. Same scenario or similar scenario. Well, the two people we saw with that title tonight, EO and Shotzi. I guess you got to put Rhea in there. You got to put Rhea in there. I'd probably put I'd probably put Mercedes Martinez in there. That's probably my four. That'd be a good match. Dang. That'd be a good match. JMC has a comment here. It says I love how uh, Wade Barrett puts everybody over. I know. I know I really like him. I like yeah, him. Yeah, he's a lot. good. He's good. And I hope he, he sticks always, around long term. He always has insight when he when they were talking about Finn winning whatever title he won. He was like, "I was there in the building. I remember mm-hmm. it was great." I remember. I like the he's talking about the cage match. Like, yeah, I've been in cage matches against Daniel Bryan, John Cena. They all sucked. <laughs> yeah, great. that's steel digging into your flesh. I know he's oh, great. Fantastic. Oh, that's not a submission. <laughs> uh, diehard Homer Larson. What is better, Sasha versus Bailey in Brooklyn? Or Andrade versus Gargano. Maybe my two favorite NXT matches ever. Nothing to me, nothing be the, the best NXT match in history is uh, Sasha Bailey Brooklyn. Yeah, agreed. Just well, it's so damn good. It's so damn good. It's and so you can see, good. you can see how they've even stepped their game up. Just people, people were talking so much about that SmackDown match with Nia and Shayna. Mm-hmm. Dude, man. This could be off the charts whenever they have their, their It's final going match. to be off the charts. Winner take all at WrestleMania, the main event, Larson. Yeah. Uh, Hellbringer Johnny, I'm sorry. I'm a huge Warhorse fan. In my opinion, Warhorse had his chance taken away from uh, taken away by him fighting Cody. Who would you guys think Warhorse would have had a better first match? So assuming Warhorse was actually signed by AEW, how would yeah. you have started him out? Have him in a match against Joey Janela. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that could be fun. Thank you, Brody Man, for the gifted sub. Uh, all right, well, that's going to do it for us today. We'll stick around the Twitch chat and read some more of these highlighted messages. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Apologies for the power outage. Wasn't my fault this time. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. 
We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.